This week's Probably Science is brought to you by Manscaped. For 20% off and free shipping, go to manscaped.com and use the offer code PROBABLY. Probably Science. Hey everyone, and welcome to Probaniversary Science. I'm Matt Kirshen. Did, did that work? Yeah. Probaniversary? Perfect. Ten years in, we are uh, nailing it better every time. Uh, and I'm Jesse and- Case. <laughs> yeah, we really. Uh, we uh, it's a ten-year anniversary, <laughs> and that was the shittest of all. Yeah. Really. It's, so that no other is, so Andy, you're there too. Yeah. It's Matt and Andy. Yeah. No. It, yeah. This I, is my first. I, am I talking to the right end of the microphone here? I've never done this before. This is my no, first I time broadcasting. Problanniversary. <laughs> I go. like that. Did you I guys like see that. the um? The iHeartRadio Awards for Best Science Podcast that just came out? No. Uh, Ologies won, and probably science. Once again, uh, it's an honor just to be not nominated. Just to be <laughs> 10 wow. years into this project. Snub again. We've never really put enough work into, to be honest. I, I, I wasn't even where the iHeartRadio Awards did podcasts, and specifically, we could have been in the... Ca- I bet there's also most awards you actually have to submit for them. They don't just sort of just find you okay. out of nowhere. I mean, let's, well, let's I, be like Allie, even like Allie the Emmys and the Oscars, they have to like actually tell the Emmys like, "Hey, check out our show." Well, we put up billboards all down Melrose. That's true. Yeah, we sent out like FYC thumb drives to everyone. Yeah. In the- <laughs> Um, I, I have I have close friends who listen to Ologies and um, and I'm like, oh, you like science podcasts? You know, I host a science podcast, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we've really I, I done. I know I um, have um, the the right. Yeah, I have people that are like that are like, oh man, you got to check this out. And a lot of times, it, you know, it'd be like the dollop or something. You'd be like, I'll be like, oh, we just we just had one of those guys on, uh, and he's like, what do you what do you do? What is that? And I'm like, um, it's a podcast, a podcast yep. about science. And they're like, I'm not going to listen to that. And I go, we like You're... to keep it under the radar. Absolutely, it's very indie. You know, we don't need that big iHeartRadio type. We don't need that kind of income. Uh, <laughs> I was I was listening to another podcast. I think it maybe it was Omnibus. I don't. John Roderick was talking about uh, his being dead experience and and just making the argument for why we all know we should get off all social media. And the only reason I'm still on is like oh, I guess I'm theoretically it's to promote some stuff. But think about it. When is the last time nothing on Twitter moves the needle? Like like nobody is going to listen. We should be posting about every new episode on Twitter, but then again, that would get us zero new listeners. Like nothing. Well, we should everything you gotta is calcified be on tic- in social media. You got to be on TikTok now, you know? That's how to do it. Well, no, I'm just saying none of it. I don't think anybody crosses platforms. I don't think anything moves the needle on any of that shit. Um I think if anything maybe like straight word of mouth recommendations or or in-app recommendations like you like this genre, but like I don't think anything about social media promotion does anything for anything. But also, prove me it's wrong. One, prove me wrong, Internet. <laughs> um, but also, it's one of those things where we've we've made the horrible error of having and, and we obviously we love our listeners. We love them very much. But we made the horrible error of having uh, very introverted listeners. So like the word of mouth thing is this not going to happen. You know, not going to any parties. It's like it's like when I did Jesse versus cancer, it's like the half the listener base is going to be dead in a year. You know, it's like, I'm never, it's just never going to take off in the ratings. Whatever. You know, it's, it's, but, you it's, know, it's, a, it's a bad, we do it cause we love it, but it's a bad financial model. 
It is. But then again, you think about the fact that we got to, and I wish you could have been there, Jesse, we got to do the Australia tour and what a delight that was to get to meet the listeners in person and, you know, what yeah. they what they lack in massive numbers, they make up for in loyalty and awesomeness and pretty good numbers. So, Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm now looking at the nominees, by the way. The nominees do include Star Talk, which I'm sometimes on. So we're, we've, we've yeah, got like one toe in the of. awards. We've had Ali on ours, so I bet it's kind of like we got Yeah, and we've had Neil deGrasse Tyson on ours as well. <laughs> Interesting. So there we go. Next year. We've done Next it. Next year. We're counting it. We helped them. Okay. Well, sure. Um, so reflections on the last 10 years, guys? Uh, you know, um, I don't know. Not much happened in my life. Uh, yeah, you've had you? a pretty quiet 10 years or so. Yeah. I've had a quiet decade. Um, I think the world is about the same as it was 10 years ago. Nothing's really gone down. Pretty identical. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely identical. Um, no, I remember the first, it was like a pre-pilot episode. We did it at Dax Jordan's apartment. It was like not even, or no, Brooks's apartment with Dax. This was like, before there was intro music or anything, it was it was like way long time ago. And I wonder if, uh, I don't know, I wonder if that ep is out there somewhere. Because it, it never got uploaded. It was just there like... There are some early ones that might have had like sound issues and or alcohol issues. We had a guest on who, <laughs> since, who, who has since gotten sober. And, and um, I think it was like the bender that person was on when they recorded with us was uh, part of the reason they got sober. Hey, and did, I've you guys like, hear a, did you guys hear a little knock on the door? By the way? I did. I heard something. Was that, was that like, should we, should, should we see who's at the door? Yeah, open it up. Who is that we hear? Yonder footsteps upon the, upon the roof. Oh, hey guys, it's me. It's Brooks Whelan. I'm having I'm having a great day. Yeah, Brooks, what do you got going on over there, man? You, you just everyone's having furniture trouble lately. We won't get into details, but it sounds like we all are. It's brutal. Yeah, uh, I just went. I, I drove to Newport Beach. I rented a U-Haul. I drove to Newport Beach. I picked up a couch. It's broken, uh, and now um, my girlfriend's dealing with that while I do this podcast. So she. So I'm. I'm oh. boyfriend of the year right now. <laughs> that sucks. What? What kind of? Bro- how broken are we talking? I don't know. I had a. I, that, I jumped on this because guess what? I care about you guys. Oh, that's right. It's the ten year anniversary, buddy. Oh yeah. Isn't that Which crazy? Is de- depressing, you know. It's a little depressing. It's cool and depressing. Oh, super, super exactly. depressing. <laughs> Can it be a victory that we kept doing it yeah. for ten years? Yes, yes. I don't know. Uh, this idea. It's kind of like that guy who ate a Big Mac every. He's eating a Big Mac every day since 1978. It's like, <laughs> it, okay, <laughs> right, right, like, right. Good job. Hold on, I think I might have. I, I mean, that's a bit. I, that's a little. I I wouldn't say we're as cool as that guy. But yeah, I think we've done. I think what we've done is pretty cool. Yeah, we're not as hot as that dude, but yeah, we've. Yeah. Yo, hey, it's I got cool. headphones at work now. Oh, oh yeah. okay, terrific, incredible. So these headphones work. These are great. Uh, they are um, uh, Bluetooth that I didn't know. Um, summer hat. Oh, you got to oh. get in there. You got to get in there with the Bluetooth. You got to do it. No, I hate it. I, it. I hate it. I, I I don't trust myself with the uh, with the um, uh, I don't I don't with the uh, with the fucking AirPods because I already lose I lose headphones so easily. I, the cord helps me not lose them. I feel like. My- yeah, I, I, it's sort of like 
sunglasses where I think the best thing to do is find the best cheap ones so you don't care. Like there's these um, Soundpeats is the brand at like 29 bucks on Amazon. And I think they're as good as AirPods and then you don't have to care that much. I haven't, I've only lost one pair. What are they called? Because no, no earbuds fit in my ear properly. I have, I don't know what it is about my ears, but they just don't fit anything. Unsolicited plug for Soundpeats. And the Pete's is spelled P-E-A-T-S, like peat moss for some reason, like a bog. But yeah, they're like 30 bucks and they have different size uh, connectors for your ears. So yeah, I, I, I think the AirPod, that's too many, too many things to lose. I, I, went, I, I went in the other day to, a, to a, the Apple store because I lost my headphones and I was like, yo, how much are, um, you know, the headphones with the, with the string? And they're like, $20. And I was like, ah, maybe I'll up it to the AirPods. They're like $120. It's like, no, I don't fucking need that. I thought they were like 200 yeah. I don't, but don't they, they don't, they don't even have the hole anymore, though. Like, if you get the headphones with the string, there's not even anywhere to, because I tried to do that. I, I, like, have to use Bluetooth with my phone. It sucks. Oh, otherwise you got to get a dongle to go into the lightning port? Yeah, yeah. There's no, uh, and you know I love a dongle. I love sure. a good dongle. It's the, one of the more fun tech words yeah one of the more fun things to have a pocket full of you know but uh yeah it's a it's a nightmare so brooks are you situated i'm situated great now yeah i got the headphones and uh i'm I'm letting my girlfriend wood glue our couch together (laughs) oh wait so you don't sound different though you're it's definitely coming through the headphones the the, your sound that you're hearing i only hear you guys through the headphones i'm gonna take the headphones out real quick go ahead and talk no 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 cool that's great only through the headphones Excellent. Terrific. Excellent. So, yeah, w- describe this couch to us and the listeners. Uh, well, I'll describe it as um, I thought it was an Atwater Village this morning. And um, <laughs> it would, if you're not familiar with uh, Southern California geography, um, Newport Beach is uh, 60 miles and uh, two states away. <laughs> so that was, that, was a chill, that was a chill U-Haul. Um, so, I mean, it sounds, though, like it's an important couch. I mean, was it one of those things where it's a it's a free couch, so you just ate it on the U-Haul fee? Or was it like, is this a fancy couch? It's f- fancy, you- fancy couch. My girlfriend, I, I'm moving into my girlfriend's place. She's got a wonderful place. And okay. she found, her friend was moving and had a nice couch. So when picked up, a, you know, a couch, probably, I would guess, like, you know, like at like 20% of its value. And it's a really nice couch. Uh-huh. It's a great couch. Got a sectional? Uh, not a sectional, but I'll tell you what I'm going to As soon as we're done with this, I'm going to be watching a little Pam and Tommy on Hulu on. Then I watched the first episode last night. Dynamite, you guys seen it yet? <laughs> I watched the first episode. I love it's, it. I love it's it. It's fucking awesome. And you know what else is crazy? I, I've been. I saw the original. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I've been to Tommy, yeah, I've been I, to Tommy Lee's house. He's showed me his studio and played me demos. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Wait, d- demos of his music? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was he was so nice that I'm and he's such a piece of shit in this that I'm like that's not the Tommy I know from the one time <laughs> that's not my buddy Tommy yeah. Lee no way he hung out he he didn't pull a gun on me wow. I, I don't know him I did I have worked with his current wife is he still married to Brittany for a little yeah she's awesome Big shout out. She's awesome too. I, I wonder what, you know, I wonder if the two of them sit down and watch this show together and what that experience would be like. I don't know. And I'm not going to ask. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, so far, episode one, uh, Tommy not painted in the most favorable light, but a very, very fun show. Seth Rogen is uh, Nick Offerman. Er, everybody's great. Yep. Uh, can't wait to see more. 
and it's also just fun to to remember the nineties uh, in these. Yeah, what a time! That well, that's, this, hey guys, if you can remember the nineties, well, you're probably like you know thirty, forty. That's plus. the other thing about like this. This is like. Uh, Motley Crue fucking sucked in the 90s. Like, they're already done by the time this shit happened. Oh, yeah. He was uh, wa- he was 10 years past, washed up at this point. Well, not I mean, not necessarily washed up, but, like, they rocked so hard for five years, and that's it. Oh, yeah, there's no hits from the 90s or songs you can name at all by Motley Crue. No. Uh, have, you, have you guys read The Dirt? I've heard it summarized. That's, like, the doing lines of uh, ants. Yeah, dude. Instead of code. That book, okay. I'm going to give an unsolicited... Has anybody else read it? I haven't read it. Dudes, I cannot recommend this fucking book enough because it's the four dudes of Motley Crue who who do not like each other. And it's kind of... Each chapter is, uh, you know, told from their point of view of what was happening at the time. And they're all, like, kind of... They all make sense and they all go together. But one of them is like, you know, like, yo, like... Tommy's being a bitch because, like, he's doing this, you know. And then uh, at the same time, you know, we did chop a snake in half and, you know, throw it out the window. Um, and then the and then the <laughs> next chapter is like, yo, Vince is being an asshole, but it was pretty funny when he chopped that snake in half and threw it out the window. Like, it all, it's like four guys who so, hate each other like, reminiscing, not together, but all agreeing that some some parts were pretty cool. So it's like dirt, <laughs> it's dirt, dirt bag Rashomon, basically. Uh, yeah, sure, whatever that means. i gotta read it it's really i mean and watch the rest of it's like fascinating because it's it's them telling the stories and they all hate each other and they still don't get along have they done a reunion i forgot what the history that oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah they they did like a big thing where they signed um they had like a press conference to sign this is our final tour we swear to god when we're signing a document that says we'll never tour again, and uh, they just announced their new tour like a month ago. Hmm. Who, well, is anyone entitled to sue them? Band. Yeah, they're all still alive. I mean, who the how? Except for um, uh, Razzle, who is from this band Hanoi Rocks that Vince Neil killed in a car wreck, which is um, oh yes, I've seen things about that. And then Hanoi Rocks getting name checked a lot in the in the new show Peacemaker. Features friend of the show Steve Agee. Oh, I gotta Great see that my brother. My brother called me the other day and told me that it's awesome. Uh, it's the hardest I've laughed at a pro wrestler was uh, John Cena doing. I don't know if it was improvised. It seemed like it might have been partly, but just listing names of random people that Steve Agee could have framed instead of his father, and it's um, it's list based comedy, but done very well. And I was like, damn, these The Rock has learned to be very funny. John Cena has made me laugh out loud. What, how, how is this, what is what is in the water at the World Wrestling Entertainment well, Foundation? Well, to be, I loved pro wrestling when John Cena was the top, like, uh, Rock had left. So this is 2006, 7, 8. That's when I peak love, like, well, besides Attitude Era. But, like, The Rock left. The Rock's doing rock movies. And Cena comes up. Dude, Cena, those guys who are good on the mic, like, I bet that was all improv. They're so fucking good at improv. And they like, you know, they're incredible. They they can do like backflips, punch you, and out out joke you. They're like to get to that level, they're so talented. Can it's I, unreal. So like the I don't I know very little about wrestling. Um, 
the the rock you know i remember his catchphrase was can you smell what the rock is cooking but like i don't get it you know I don't know if that's a joke per se. I just think that they've also learned to be good comedic actors in their post-wrestling careers. And that's probably because they did so much, you know, it's a performance sport. No, what happened? No, but I'm just saying, I, I'm saying, I, can you smell what The Rock is? It's like, well, it's his wrestling name, it's just, no. well, his wrestling name isn't The Dish. Right. So here's or some no. shit. No. Like, I don't, I don't know exactly. What, like, what? I don't know exactly where that came from, but what they do, what they're really good at, which is also what Trump does is... They'll be they'll, they'll be riffing, you know, and then something hits like lock her up, you know, like he didn't like he didn't oh, think like, okay. all right, lock her up. Like, so I'm sure there was some right. promo. The right. Rock was go- doing against some chef guy, you know, and he was like, you're cooking smells like shit or something, oh, right. something like that. He's like, but can you smell like he didn't go out and write that. He improvised. Like, can you smell what the rock is cooking? Like in, in some sort of, I'm sure. And everyone just went fucking nuts. Yeah, they went <laughs> nuts for that. And then he's like, OK, that's fun. I'm going to run with that. You know, lock her up. What's the rock cooking? Like Austin 316 was from a promo he cut against Jake the Snake Roberts, where he's like uh, Jake the Snake had gone uh, pro Bible. And um, he was like, you can like thump your Bible uh, you can John 16 all you want. Well, Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass. And like, it was all improvised. <laughs> and that became like his fucking thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I never knew the story behind Austin 316 either. And that's great. So yeah, it's all not? these like, it's, just like, it's small just, moments that they just What grab. was his character? He was just, just a dude that drank some beers, you know? Oh, dude, Steve Austin. You got to look him up. He used to be handsome Steve is like what his thing was. And then he just like... He just became then he then he was called the um like the prototype or something because he was like a good wrestler or not the prototype the something something boring and then basically like they didn't know what to do with him and he he just snapped one time and they're like do that that was awesome so wow. yeah he had like three he had three personas before he was just stone cold Steve Austin man that guy's been married a lot Steve Austin just looked him up. Him? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's it's only only four. He's only on his fourth. That's like that's not bad. No, but a... he he's matching Tommy Lee. Him and Tommy Lee, full circle. You know, those guys are amazing. Two cool guys, if you ask me. You know, uh, guys, it's the uh, it's the it's the ten year anniversary of the show, and sometimes when couples, uh, you know, when there's an anniversary, they'll they'll do things. They'll write each other poetry and such. You guys want to mm-hmm. hear? Uh, you guys want to hear a poem? I want to hear a poem. Like you, like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So badly. Yeah, okay. All right, guys. Check this out. Roses are red. Huh? Violets are blue. Don't let a wild pube wreck you. Huh? Mm, guys, wait. Va- Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors, our lovely sponsors at Manscaped, are here for you with the best tools to get your balls ready for this special occasion. So, Jesse, did you just riff that? I, I absolutely did. You know, Matt, this V-Day, V means Valentine's, it's time to join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped trademark, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, with our exclusive offer. You can go to manscaped.com and use the code PROBABLY, and you get 20% off plus free shipping. Now, that's 20% off the price. You can Manscape as much as you want. You know? <laughs> right. You can, you, can, you can take way more than 20%. Yeah, you can do the well, whole thing. It depends thing. what you got 100%. to start off with, really, because... Because yeah. yeah. I, because one of the things I have found from from the free samples that they gave us was that it's very hard to remove anything but hair with those devices. Like you can't really, like if you're trying to like 
remove layers of skin is is very unlikely to happen. Well, ball exfoliant is, I would think, frowned upon. I don't know, but do you, uh, yeah. you guys? Yeah. Uh, or like, if you're trying to do or... surgery, like it's just it, it's not the right tool for that. Like it is designed. No. It, it is designed the opposite to, of that, in fact. Yeah, it's, it's almost like it's been designed to try and, you know, stop you from cutting your skin while removing your hair. It's almost like they, they've, they've thought about it and actually manufactured them to a high standard so that that kind of thing isn't going to be something you need to worry about. Well, and I'll yeah. tell you some other stuff about it. Uh, you know, these things, they're, they're waterproof. They, um, you know, these products, they reduce foot odor. Now, again... These are the balms and salves we're talking. This is not the razor. Will not reduce foot odor. It'll do nothing for foot odor. Unless, uh, unless your way, feet not, not start razor. to smell because they're particularly hairy. Like if they're like I'm always wearing woolen socks. Effectively, absolutely. Yeah, the the lawnmower 4.0. This is the yeah, Rev 4 cool. lawnmower. Uh, it helps reduce nicks. It reduces the risk of ingrown hairs. Reduces the risk of grooming accidents. It's uh, and and take it from me. Um, I was very scared to use. Uh, I get, I, you know, that's uh, an intimate zone. You don't well, want to be down there you, with a bunch you, of blades. You, know? you were led to believe that your hair was the source of your power. Yes. Yeah. Um, I did sort of have a, a Samson, uh, Croc Samson, Samson situation. Yeah. And um, but this stuff, it's uh, it's yeah, it avoids nicks. It's totally, uh, you know, I used all of it. I used the whole thing. I, I keep it in that bag, the tool shed. Guys, and if you want to yeah. get yourself a bag Full of stuff for your bag, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can, that really you can, was you. That was not. That wasn't on the copy at all. That no, but your, it should have been. That it should have been. been. Yeah. If anyone at Manscapes listening back to this, add that to the copy. That's a good one. They listen back. That's someone's job, right? To listen and make sure we did it. Yeah, to make sure we did it and make sure you know we're not you know lying about the product or saying things that they don't want us to say. Absolutely. Well, um, uh, that one's for you, there, Jeffrey. I don't know the person's name, um, <laughs> but for our, for our lovely listeners, listen, guys, Valentine's Day is coming up. We want your balls to be nice. OK, that's one thing. We don't have the biggest audience, but we want the best balls on our audience, the nicest balls, which I think, uh, you know, is, is something we can say. Go to Manscaped.com. Use the code probably. That's 20 percent off and free shipping. To celebrate 10 years of kind of doing science to go. Do you want to kind of do a science story? Let's, let's kind of do a science story, Excellent. you know, do you guys, what I had looked up is you guys know the gift on 10 years, 10 year uh, wedding anniversaries. No. What is it? Aluminum or aluminium. As aluminium? Matt would say. Thank you. Uh-huh. What about you're very welcome. Unobtainium. Mm. <laughs> Which well, by the way, that. that movie always gets a bad, like people make fun of that and they don't know that that's actually a term that scientists use as a placeholder when you're doing a thought experiment. So it's almost like smart and not dumb it's like a nod to this scientific concept like the thing that you would need to do some part of a thought experiment like and then you know so unobtainium here and then that would happen like something that has some ideal properties that doesn't exist that you could say exists for the purpose of some thought experiment well anyway aren't aren't all the eums like you know titanium and all that i mean they're all puns anyway like even they're elements it's just the what do you mean it's the way to end an element name Right. What well, it's a compound, like um, aluminum shaped by the Not usage of its compound alum. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, easier, what? so... You're right. I don't I don't really understand, like, what, where, where the uh, etymology of the fucking periodic... Because, I mean, towards the end, it's just, like, you know, like, Einsteinium and shit like that. But, like, for the first, right. like, 60, Ke- like, I don't know where those come from. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I assume titanium is like Titan, right? Out of Titan. Yeah, like, definitely. 
Yeah. But like uranium is Uranus. What yeah, the fuck is what's uh you know what's helium? What is that? Helio? Helios, like, the god of the sun, because it's formed in the sun with hydrogen fusing to become helium. Used to be thought it only existed on the sun. Oh, okay. I like that. That's fun. You should go on Jeopardy. <laughs> Man. No kidding. Yeah, you got all I, of them. Yeah. You got all the planets, yeah. I think. Or maybe not. Maybe it's just the last few. There's, oh, there yeah. Like plutonium. Saturn? All the, yeah. Yeah, poor, uh, poor uranium. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of countries in there and and yep. and cities. Plutonium is so fucked because first of all, bitch, you ain't a planet no more, and second of all, you're what destroys planets. <laughs> like it's you're double bat. Yeah. Also, even more confusingly, that's actually named after the Disney Pluto. Oh shit! Mm. Who discovered it? So I'm also thinking of uranium, no. and uh, so scratch that. Scratch no, that. they're both pretty. <laughs> Pretty good. If you yeah, want to make a right next, weapon, next to I the perineum, but I'm, yeah. I'm thinking of um, atomic bombs. Thank you. Atomic <laughs> bombs is uranium, right? I think either one can work, can it? Oh. Yeah, you can have plutonium. Like I'm trying to think of what the Back to the Future, what the Libyans were. Um, yeah, no, no, you after. need you you do need both. I think for a. Uh, I, yeah, do you need both? I'm pretty sure you do. I just know that you need like U-238 or something like that for uh, atomic bomb. I don't know about plutonium. I know that uh, we talk about it being important. But. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, what? but they're not the same thing. It's not an astronaut cosmonaut thing. Ooh, what it, go right? on, go on. Well, I just mean uh, plutonium and uranium are different things, Right, correct? but astronaut and cosmonaut... They're, are, they're for sure... Uh, obviously, yeah, they're diff- they have a different number of... Um, uh, atoms, but uh, are okay. Are, uh, what are they? You know, a different number of atoms. That's what it is. Correct. Like, yep. yep. So, um, I hey, wait, wait. Sorry. What or atomic mass? Different atomic. No, it's, mass. it's a different number of neutrons. Neutrons. Is, if you're right. talking about isotopes. Okay. No, different number of. Oh yeah, yeah. Neutrons. Yeah, sir. Yeah. yeah, because each one right. is an atom. I, I, guys, I haven't done yeah. science in fucking. <laughs> yeah. Um, the number. The number of protons tells you what element it is, and the number of neutrons tells you what isotope of that element it is. Thank you, Matt. Uh, but I get Andy, it. Uh, by the way, uranium, uranium, and plutonium both used in nuclear weapons, and neptunium as well sometimes. So Matt, you mm. and I both just did some googling that got us on some government lists. I'm glad we both did that. I was looking up the perineum. <laughs> I was like, did that start as a metal? How did that? What, what's going on with perineum? But Jesse, Jesse, <laughs> why does you were saying cosmonaut and astronaut are used interchangeably? Well, it's just yeah, Russian versus American. Oh, okay, that's what it is. Like bison versus buffalo. Yeah. So I didn't know if plutonium and uranium was that sort of deal because I'm an idiot. You know what I'm saying? I, I was like, do they? Is it just one of those things? Like, no, the, no, they're diff, they're diff, they're different elements. Bison and buffalo, by the way, I'm pretty sure are different things. Just because I know when I visited Catalina a few years ago, the tour guide kept really pointedly correcting us whenever we said buffalo. And were they all? Like, like, he, did they also? He, he he corrected us in the way of like doing it mid sentence. He never said no, you're wrong, but you'd always go like, so how many buffalo are on the island? And he'd be like, well, the number of bison are. Uh, <laughs> did he also correct you wow. that Catalina doesn't have a fucking R on the end of it? Wow. Wow. Good idea. Um, Man. Well, okay. So speaking of double named things, uh, Groundhog's Day. Uh, Groundhog's a woodchuck, right? Sure. I mean, but I I think it might even have a third name. Does it? Oh, let's check this out. Punxsutawney Phil. Maybe I'm just confusing it with like Jaguar, Puma, Mountain Lion, Cougar. 
how many of those are the same? Right. A bunch of those are the same thing, too. By the way, I don't want to get too far away from your 10th anniversary <laughs> aluminum science No, story, no, I Jesse. know, but I just, I just looked up what are, what are some groundhog names, right? And it's just like Wharton, Willie, Jimmy the Groundhog. <laughs> oh, because other cities have punk style yes. films. Oh, yep, right. Staten Island <laughs> Chuck. Staten Island Chuck. Um, okay, so the Groundhog has several nicknames, including Woodchuck, Land Beaver, and Whistle Pig. Whistle That's Pig right. is like that. Yeah, we've had that come up on the show before. I've forgotten about that. Dude, if I ever heard somebody like saw a Whistle Pig the other day, I would just all right, man. Like, wow. <laughs> How many grounds can a groundhog hog? Whistle Pig just a, sounds like sort of country slang for a penis. Yeah. <laughs> Put your it's, Whistle Pig away. It's next to the perineum, which is has an atomic symbol. Um, <laughs> No, no. Anyway, that's just, uh, you know, that's my science fact about 10 years is it's the fucking aluminum. Oh, I, I, I thought this was all leading up to a, a science story about aluminum. No, dude. I OK, so here's what happened. I Googled aluminum news stories and they're all just like, um, you know, non-ferrous metal companies that are like top 10. They're just, you know, top 10 aluminum stories. But it's just about how the prices are going up or whatever. I don't know. I didn't realize okay. that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, at the start, I, t- I can tell you this, right? Um, is alum where aluminum comes from, right? Um, uh, we've known about alum for a long time, right? But the isolation of the metal uh, didn't happen for quite a while. It was uh, 1760. Um, Baron de Henouville unsuccessfully attempted to reduce alumina to its metal. He claimed he had tried every method of reduction known at the time. Um, 1807, a British chemist, Humphrey Davy, successfully electrolyzed alumina with alkaline batteries, but the resulting alloy contained potassium and sodium. So he kind of uh, kind of fucked that one up. And then Hans Christian Orsted in 1824 uh, attempted to produce the metal. He, um, he reacted anhydrous aluminum chloride with potassium amalgam yielding a lump of metal that looks similar to tin so here's so here's my point it's like freakishly uh freakishly recent because you have to use electricity and stuff to produce aluminum that's why like uh, that's why people still you'll still hear like people say tin foils because that was only a couple generations ago that it was there wasn't aluminum to use to make aluminum foil it was always tin and now it's aluminum and I, yeah, and I didn't realize like at one point it was higher priced than gold. Yeah. Like the price of the price of aluminum was huge. Um, yeah, there was like people people were all crazy about it. Man, that's all I got. Man, I don't fucking know. No, it, you know? It, it was it, it was a big. I think uh, when we had Neil deGrasse Tyson on, he made a point of talking about how recent it was and how much of a game changer it was. We we take for granted. We assume aluminum has been uh, at our disposable at our disposal for a while, and it, it hasn't. Um, yeah. By the way, guys, I've got a, I've got an email, I've got a, a story uh, emailed in by a listener Liam Kennedy about these interstellar tardigrades. You want to talk about those? Oh, love a good tardigrade story. Brooks, are you a tardigrade fan? Oh, we, did we lose Brooks? I'm just going to assume he loves tardigrades because uh, it's a, it's a mainstay of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, many times over the last decade. Uh, so, interstellar travel is time-consuming, as we all know. A group of astronomers and physicists are playing with it, are playing with making it faster, starting with massive lasers and one of Earth's most resilient organisms. 
our favorite, the tardigrade. These microscopic aquatic animals, sometimes called water bears, are nearly indestructible, capable of withstanding drought, freezing temperatures, accidents, high levels of radiation, harsh pressure, and gravity conditions, uh, and suspended animation, the slowing of biological functioning for long periods of time. This makes them the perfect candidate for experiments in ramping up the speed of space travel. This is uh, per a new paper published in Acta Astronautica. Traveling 18 billion kilometers to the end of our solar system currently takes decades using traditional means of chemical propulsion, the burning of fuel. But with funding from NASA, researchers at the, U at the University of California, Santa Barbara, have proposed a new means of space propulsion using lasers, uh, directed energy, or DE arrays, on Earth that push light sails attached to spacecraft using photons to travel at a rate that's 20 to 30% of the speed of light. That is quick. Um, mm. Achieving relativistic flight. Launched in 2015 via an initiative called Project Starlight, the effort aims to cut travel time to interstellar space from decades to days, all without the use of an onboard propellant. That is sweet. I don't know why I haven't heard about this before. Did I just forget that I had? Um, yeah, because it won't. Because it won't work. It'll work. What for tiny things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Tiny, tiny, little, just little tardigrades. Uh, so now well, a team of researchers, including. Philip Lubin, professor of physics at UC Santa Barbara and lead researcher on Project Starlight, have teamed up to propose a path forward for testing relativistic flight. They propose putting tardigrades alongside closely related resilient invertebrates like C. elegans on wafer-scale platforms around the size of a human hand, which would, be, which would be deployed into space at roughly 100 million miles per hour. According to That's the paper, bust. yeah. The power for the laser ray could consume one-tenth of the entire U.S. energy grid. <laughs> but this but this power would only we be... we got to do it for a few minutes, but only need it okay. for a few minutes. we got to so build this laser. Yeah, got to build this laser. That's some, like, real genius style. That's great. Like, everything dims. <laughs> yeah, yes. Someone going to put popcorn in the way and see yeah. what ready. Yeah. Uh, Brady, this has never been done before <laughs> to push macroscopic objects at speeds approaching the speed of light. I don't know about macroscopic. still pretty tiny. Um, I, I, by the way, listeners who've been with us from the, yeah, listeners who've been with us from the beginning, has real genius been mentioned more or less than Young Einstein? Ooh, I bet it's approaching I don't know. parody. I, I think, yeah, I think maybe it has. Hmm. I, I think I think real genius might have pipped it, and deservedly so. I've definitely watched it more. Uh, I. No, we cannot. No, he's gonna he's gonna yeah. hop back in. Okay, um, I've never seen it. Never seen Real Genius. Oh, it's great. Oh, I don't. You know what? I don't. It's definitely great if you watched it when it first came out and saw it a bunch through the the, the early nineties. But I I I don't know if it holds yeah. up. I think it does. The Val Kilmer documentary is really good. You guys should check it out. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, he is his very interesting career fucking Juilliard trained also the epitome of like artiste for better or for worse like it would reinforce everybody who's not in the industry's image of what an actor is no wait man um, like I wouldn't have it like proved to me why no, I don't think. deserve to be an actor dude he like tried so hard some might say too hard no way no. dude that guy fucking rocked okay okay um, Jesse, in answer to the question you were asking just before we had tech problems, I had to reload. Weird Science is the movie you were trying to think of. That's where the guys build the girlfriend? That's where the guys build the yeah. girlfriend. Okay. It's one of those twin movies. Yeah. In fact, we meant to do it on twinsies. We haven't gotten I would. It. I wouldn't say it's as true a twin movie, though, because it's just, 
yeah, it's like pretty weird. It's two tech, yeah, two kind of like techie kids doing some stuff, but it's not. It's pretty different. It's not like two but, volcanoes both going off or two people, two asteroids about to hit Earth. Yeah, it's pretty close to, to each other when they came out. I think that's it's a pretty. It's allowable. I, I allow it, but yeah. I. Hmm. You can do it. Yeah, you, have my, you have my you have my blessing. It's not three road tripping uh, crossdressers with a long title. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Hmm. Anyway, so tardigrades. Uh, yes. Brooks, did you see this article? Uh, I know about the little, know little bears before. that can survive everything. Yeah, I, I, I'm familiar. Yeah, we're going to shoot lasers at them and get them up to like 20 to 30% of the speed of light. And doing so would involve consuming one-tenth of the entire U.S. energy grid for a few seconds or a few, few minutes during launch. Incredible. Which is bonkers. So they're going to do remote experiments on these guys while they're on board, studying how uh, tardigrades and other earthlings handle life in the harsh conditions inherent to distant space realms. They could then extrapolate these findings to assess potential effects of interstellar travel on humans. I uh, said we could start thinking about the design of interstellar transporters, whatever they may be, in a way that could ameliorate the issues that are detected in these diminutive animals. The authors have weighed the ethical implications of propagating Earth life in space, and similarly the risks of bringing life uh, from other star systems back to Earth, which is known as backward contamination. Crucially, Lubin and Rothman proposed making any tardigrade-loaded spacecrafts one way, performing all studies completely remotely to ensure that no extraterrestrial microbes return to Earth. As if they had an option. I mean, like, where, I, where is the laser that I would hate to be named Lubin. Yeah, that would suck. Any of you guys seen... Why is that? Eh, just brutal. It's Lubin, you know? Any of you guys oh, seen like, uh, no. Terminal 5 just talking about, like, you know, contamination and shit? No, what's that? I mean, Terminal 11, uh, Station 11, sorry. Oh yeah, terminal, <laughs> terminal you become fun. my parents, yep. Brooks. Yep. You, <laughs> you you like that lady uh, goo goo? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm my mom now. No, I've watched like three episodes of it. Should I keep going? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, it like kind of um, for me. A lot of my girlfriend loved it like very very much the whole thing through. For me, it dipped a little bit, but the final like four episodes are like I'm like this is the best show I've ever seen. Oh, okay. Yeah, people I trust say it's it's great. The first episode, I was like, oh wait, is this all going to be about a thing like what we all just lived through for two years? Because it's like way no, too no, no. It makes us realize we we did not do a pandemic. They, they do a real pandemic, right? A real pandemic. Yeah, yeah that's true. Ours was a, uh, a dress rehearsal, which we failed. It right. was a fire drill, and now <laughs> yeah. the real fire will ruin Yeah, us. and that one... I not- mean, it was a fire drill in which many, many people died, so it was a real failure of a fire drill. Yeah, it was a fire yeah. drill where they... We started, Percentage basis, we started so. a fire. But yeah, and that one, 9 billion people die, and um, it's... Well, it's, it's 99% death rate, right? The virus in Station 11. So it yeah. just... Yeah, there's just still some people alive. It's um, good. It's really good. My favorite... So I was trying to do a joke about it, but it doesn't work because nobody fucking has seen this show. But it, the best part is it's just a bunch of uh, nerds survive. Like, it's just a bunch of, like, right. Shakespearean yeah. actors. And there's not one of those motherfuckers from, like, Doomsday Preppers who has been like, oh, I fucking eat elk meat and drink blood in case this happens. <laughs> like, those guys for sure die. There's no Joe Rogans. It's just a bunch of dorks. It's great. Well, yeah, but that's yeah, where's the liver? The liver king isn't there. It's all burners, it's like Burning Man people. It's, right. It is. It's literally Burning Man people. You're totally right. It's Burning Man people. Well, that's who would live. I mean, it's like just the Rin Fair people. Like just, <laughs> you know what I mean? They would just nail it. Yeah. They're like that's accidental doomsday prepping. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. They're the, the you know eat a turkey leg, live in a tent. They they live for it. 
then. There'll be a lot of LARPing in the uh, post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. That's what, it's a lot of LARPing, and then every once in a while, someone someone forgets to use a, a fake knife, and they're like, well, oh, fuck, that guy's dead now, but... Yes. <laughs> That's what I've always said about the apocalypse, is that the forest will echo with laughter. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I've... <laughs> Does anybody remember? <laughs> does anybody remember? Does anyone remember laughter? Um, all right. Station 11. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so I'll finish up this tardigrade. You just brought me there by saying, like, if we bring life back, I'm like, that's never going to work out good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Who knows? What are you knows? talking I mean, about? We find yeah, something could... new. We're going to bring it back. That's immediate gold. Fucking gold's bad. We're going to kill each other for it. We just let's just stick with what we got. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to envision like whether it's like a foregone conclusion that something extraterrestrial is going to be like viral and bad for us. Yeah. Who knows? Well, it's either going to be viral and bad uh, or incredible and coveted. Like neither of those things do we need. Right. It's like I, I'm blissfully, I mean, yeah, the, I'm blissfully unaware of, of, uh, extraterrestrial life. I believe it's there, uh, and, and I'm I'm so happy to not know about it. Yeah, I mean, the chances of it being anything that we ever like have any meaningful communication with is probably zero. But I'm sure it does exist in some form, and it'd be interesting. One million percent exists. We talked about it on this podcast. One hundred. Yeah, there yeah. are Earths. We just right. aren't gonna. Basically we're not gonna exists. run into them. Yeah. And they might not be interesting to run into. Well, they'll be interesting from a scientific perspective just to see how it worked out other places. But, like, it's not going to be, like, people we talk to or something. I mean, what if I it was? It's possible. What if it was? Ex- what if they just spoke, like, what if they did speak Spanish? They're, just start, Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just go on with your fucking bears that were shooting. <laughs> It was basically over. We were just talking. They were just talking about how uh, all these considerations, um, laser propulsion, could eventually be used on larger ships, and then arrays could be built on objects in space, and not just on Earth. So, uh, Rothman says it's our destiny to keep exploring. We explore at smaller and smaller levels, down to subatomic levels, and we also explore at increasingly larger scales. All right. Such drive towards ceaseless exploration lies at the core of who we are as a species. Agreed. Agreed. Okay, I got a, I got a question for everybody, and this is like a new thing. Like, once you become powerful enough, you need to not have social media anymore. You know, like Elon Musk, a decade ago, we all thought was cool. You know, and um, yeah, and he's he's destroyed himself. He's a fucking <laughs> joke. Uh, like, what an <laughs> idiot. Like. Everyone falls in this trap. J.K. Rowling was the queen of England, and now she can't fucking even be a part of the, hey, remember Hogwarts on HBO? Like, like, I don't understand the need. Like, Jeff Bezos, don't fucking dress up with your fucking Hooters girlfriend for New Year's and post about it. You're a billionaire. Knock it off. Like, what do we think about famous, rich, powerful people and social media? Like, no social media has helped Donald Trump so much. Oh, you think so? I know so. Interesting take. Interesting take. Okay. He's not. So I thought thought he got most of his power from having access to it. You think not having access to it? No, because, like, Republicans don't remember, like, the fucking bullshit that he, like, did. You know, we have short memories. Like, him not being able to be like, yo, like, I will fight. AOC because she's a bitch like the fact that he can't <laughs> say that helps him it's like an X where you only remember the good stuff yeah. for the Republican Party so yeah yeah okay like, remember we were just, I hadn't thought yeah. of that 
Um, so who, who, who do you guys, who would you recommend you need a social media manager, get the fuck off social media? Who do you guys think? <laughs> Um, I mean, hmm. yeah, Elon first and foremost, but I'm biased because I still own some Tesla stock, and he's got to fucking shut his mouth. Exactly, that's the biggest problem. Like, my, that's what my my mom's like. I love Donald Trump. I just wish he didn't. I just wish he didn't say what he says. I'm like, okay, that's fucked up. So, so you love him except for the only thing he is. Yeah, she's like, I just wish <laughs> I I wish he didn't like you know say what he thought and what he did. <laughs> I wish he didn't do those things or look like that. Or at any of that, yeah. But I love him. All right. But besides that, perfect. So Matt, who do you want off? Who do you want off social media? That's a good question because yeah, I'm just trying to think of the the a lot of the like a lot of the other big like billionaires and stuff are not on social media. Like I've got no idea what any of the Google guys think. Right. Do right. They, right. I've got no idea about them. I don't think. I don't think Zuckerberg is on there much, except, you know, occasionally he'll post a picture of him water skiing with a white face. <laughs> uh, which, um... Or isn't he on, like, a hydrofoil with an American flag or something? He's done a bunch of them, yeah, but it's, yeah. he always has, like, the kind of, like... He always has the sunscreen that you give babies. And, <laughs> <Right, laughs> like, he has, like, zinc-covered face. Yeah, yeah. Um... I don't know, like, even people that only tweet, like, once a year that are, you know, super, super rich, successful, whatever, they still fuck it up. Like, Kanye West should not have Twitter, you know? True, true. Because well, he'll, he'll tweet, like, once a month, that, and it's just like, I control the lizards, or whatever. It's like, all right, man, Jesus. Yeah. That's I actually... could definitely think of some fr- friends of ours as well, who I'm not going to name on the show, but definitely friends slash colleagues who you occasionally well, look and just go, like... Oh, I don't think, dude. I don't think this is helping your comedy career right now to give to yeah. show, yeah, give I've such an insight into your psychosis. Dude, there's, wow. so, there's I'll text you guys after. Totally a thing. Oh yeah, like, I need to see that. And we can all agree. <laughs> we'll get on a text chain where people's online personas have ruined, especially over the pandemic, have ruined my like relationship with them because when I see them and hang out with them, I love them and they're fun. But online, they are annoying and stupid. And I can't deal with yeah. it. So I've had to mute like a lot of friends just so I could stay friends with them. I mean, that's a bad sign. I'm a hypocrite because I'm not doing it. But we all kind of know we need to delete our social media. And in 10 years, we're all going to be embarrassed we took part in this. But it's just no yeah. one wants to be the first one to do it because then you suffer all the fucking negative consequence of being cut out of conversations. Now, do any of you have... But we all should do it. We all should know we should do, do it. Do any of you have the opposite of that where it's someone you gain more respect from, like gain more respect for because of their social media? I mean, I think it's funny sometimes just to see someone I haven't thought about in 10 years who's been red-pilled and see their journey, and it's kind of fun for me to watch it in, like, a shot in front of way, but... Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, like, somebody respect. where you're just like, oh, they're even cooler than I thought. Oh, and you know? Benjamin. Uh, I think... Uh, oh, really? No, I'm joking. He went bananas. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh. Yeah, didn't he go off the rails? Like, he went fully oh, off he's the rails? Oh, yeah. he's gone, gone, gone. Yeah. Like, he, like, he went... He's, like, in the woods now. He's gone past sort of, Red Pill and he's gone full feral. He's like, trying he's, to start right. like a fucking, um, they're trying to stop Frager. him, uh, like the community. He's trying to do like wild, wild country up in Idaho. It's called like Beartopia or some shit. Look it up. It's for real. <laughs> Jesus. It's wild. No, sometimes it's somebody that I just think is like kind of boring and weird, uh, you know, in the movies or something. And then I get on their Twitter and it's just like insane, you know, like, like, uh, like Ron Perlman. 
Just like, just like, oh, right. okay. like yeah. insanely leftist. Oh, like, wait, I have an answer for, I have an answer for you. Do you guys follow Slash on Instagram? No, no. <laughs> no. Go look up Slash on Instagram right now. It's not what you expect at all. It's you know, fucking you awesome. Know, my favorite. He's just super perverted and posts like a uh, perverted, like anime, um, <laughs> just like super horny, like fanfic of like Betty and Veronica from Archie Comics, but they're topless and like making out on the beach. Remember, he's just like your horny uncle. You guys remember Randy Johnson, this pitcher? For like the fucking yeah, yeah. The, the unit the big yeah unit. he rocks he's awesome he's just like a really good nature photographer it's awesome wow. yeah he just posts photos of like bald eagles and shit and like it's like really dope yeah uh, Dion Warwick joined Twitter about a year ago and started being very good on it mm-hmm. that was one of those ones where you go, oh it's funny yeah oh and the Eve Six guy who doesn't love Eve Six's new Twitter yeah the persona. Eve Six guy's great. I really, I really like Steve Albini. I like his because he he'll like comment on every like he's such a weird know-it-all um, that it's stuff way other than like like way different than just music production. It's just whatever, oh, and he'll just cool. do these insanely long threads when he's had too much coffee about like the minutia of you know s- telescopes or something. Well, that's too scientific oh. of an example, but I just mean like the invention of the glove box and why is it called the glove box? And he'll just go on some rant about it. That's but it. You, know, you know who I lost complete respect for uh, is Rick Rubin st- talking about Steve Albini because what oh. what here, dude? Here's what Rick Rubin does on Twitter: he types out a quote, types out a quote, puts parentheses around it, then quote, then gives him the quote, then posts that photo on his own Twitter. So he writes out a tweet, says he said it, then tweets that. It's fucking stupid. Wow. <laughs> Just tweet it. You did it. It's from you. Hmm. Oh, I'm, I thought you were saying he's like stealing someone else's thing and taking credit for it. You're just saying he has to post a picture of it written as opposed to just writing the thing. But then he... And attributing it to himself. It'd be like me. It'd be me being like, uh, quote, Rick Rubin stupid, uh, you know, Brooks Whelan. And then taking a photo of that and tweeting it. Like, instead of just yeah. saying Rick Rubin's yeah. stupid. Hmm. Which, which is like, oh my God. Did I tell you guys that I was like hard up for a job four years ago, three years ago? And I took a job as a PA uh, for one day of, of shooting on Oprah's compound? No. I, you, I didn't t- you I told me about it, but not on the show, I don't think. I didn't know. I, I didn't even know she. Ms. Winfrey. I didn't know Oprah had a compound. Yeah, she has like a uh, 500 acre. It's like the it's like the White House. It's like if a private citizen owned the National Mall and the White House, it might be the most expensive private residence in the country. Oh my god, wow. dude! It's yeah, out, it's like not like far Santa from Barbara. Like it's like yeah, by Santa Barbara. But dude, she lives like where Prince Harry and Meghan Markle live. And like how I don't know about you guys, but like the the downfall of the monarchy. It, I cannot get enough of it. I fucking love it. I hate them all. <laughs> it's pretty like. Cool. Just fucking racist, uh, child rapists. It's so incredible. Like, the fucking fact that the deal or no deal girl brought down, like, this dynasty is my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> it's pretty great. It's so fun how they, how, like, this dumb bitch, Randy Andy. Oh, gosh, he's so good. Like, uh, I, I love the but- downfall of the monarchy. Matt, how do you feel about it? Wait, can, I, 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 I'm I have... definitely not sad that the uh, like I've the monarchy should not exist. It's an embarrassment that it does. So, uh, I I do like the one thing that 
people sort of still have as a as a justification that they bring dignity and honor to the country. <laughs> Just <laughs> You know, they're a good av- they're a figurehead for the country and they're a, they're an advert for the country and really, okay. British exceptionalism right there. Uh, yeah. What are we going to say, Andy, before we cut you off? Sorry. Oh, just the Oprah thing. So in one of the houses she had recently acquired, because now her compound has like all of, all of her neighbor's houses. She just keeps buying more. And one of these, there was a throw pillow on the couch that had an Oprah quote. It said like, imagine a world full of possibilities that attributed it to Oprah Winfrey in her own house. Like a, a quote of yourself on a pillow in your own I want to get a pillow now that says the quote in quotes. Uh, imagine having a pillow where you quote yourself that it says Andy Wood. <laughs> yeah. Just keep that on my couch for people to come over. Rick, oh, yeah, that's something Rick I Rubin already, uh, Rick that's... Rubin already um, copy, copyrighted that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oprah's stepmom was my vice principal in high school. Wow. Really? That's pretty dumb. Wait, that's pretty mm-hmm. fun. I thought she grew up in like Chicago or something. Not, well, uh, her dad, Vernon. And um, moved down. Yeah, and his his new wife popped on down. It was um, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> isn't it, it was nuts, very weird. Isn't it nuts when like um, you know, like a billionaire? They're like, yeah, yeah, visited my parents' house, and it's just like a normal house. And you're like, what do you give them a big giant? I guess I don't know. I I, I it it depends on who how you're how you are with your parents, but sometimes like. Rich people are like staying in my old childhood bed, and I'm just like, right. Get a fucking new house. Like buy a new house. <laughs> don't, don't stay there. This is for unless that entire house that they grew up in has been like airlifted to their compound, and it just sits there as a nice memory. Yeah, as like a museum to their normal youth. All right, I'm. I gotta go in a minute because I'm going to see Jackass Four. So I just want to get everybody's opinion. Oh, nice. On, on uh, I, you know, ten years. I love you guys. Science rocks. Same, same. But you know what really, really rocks? It's kicked that. in the nuts. Getting kicked in the nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Are you guys... Oh, do you think there's going to be some nut kicking going on in the Jackass movie? Uh, I believe a fair share. Uh, what, did, did, how big was Jackass to you guys? Like, I'm saying, like, not personally to you, but, like, at school. You oh, know, it was everywhere. Like, it was everywhere. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah. I was I was out of school, but it was still very important to me. And uh, the inclusion of Andrew WK in the first or second soundtrack was like the bringing together of worlds in an awesome way. Oh man, and, yeah. man Andy, you and me saw Andrew WK at the Viper Room. Remember, and you he was like oh, sweaty right. in the other room, and you go, "Hey, man, I played water polo," and he goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, what's up, dude? That was so fun." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I just remember, dude. I remember like it, it, I was in eighth grade. It would come out on Sunday with the show Fear. Do you remember the show Fear on MTV? Oh, yeah. They would, like, put people in, like, old insane asylums and then, like, say, see you later. Um, And then you would go to school that Monday and you would just talk about Fear and Jackass. It was so fucking fun. (laughs) Matt, was Jackass over in England? It, It was, but also, like Andy, I was out of school when it came on. I was already a student. Well, it was called ja- it was called Jack Arse over there. It was called Jack Arse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. John Arse. Yeah, John Arse. <laughs> Will you say Catalina one more time for me, Matt? Catalina. Nah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> John uh, Arse is a great parody show, though. With yeah, what's what's the Jonathan Jonathan Arse? <laughs> right, right. Uh, 
instead of Johnny Knoxville, it's like uh, Jonathan Manchester or something. <laughs> there was this other British show that I liked a lot. Fuck, what was it called? Matt, you maybe you remember it or. Um, where the guy would go, he would have like a big cell phone. Like it was like monstrous. A tr- trigger happy TV. Trigger yeah, happy TV was one of the funniest yeah. fucking. Yeah, it was fucking great, man. Trigger happy TV was awesome. They they would do this thing. Did you see the one where they would um, they would throw parties for people that were leaving public restrooms? Because it would be like, <laughs> like it would just be like a, a in London somewhere, and it would just be like a public restroom set up that's like a single use, like single person public restroom. And they would watch somebody go in and then like a full marching band and like people with confetti and like hundreds of people would come up and wait for them to leave. And it would be like because they're the millionth person that's taking a shit there or something. And it would be like this giant thing, but it would just be horribly embarrassing. Like, <laughs> Oh, man. I just, I just I remember him. Yeah, I just remember him like going into a movie, sitting in that movie. It's like 30 people. And then that his, tel- his phone would go off and he would just go, hello. I'm in a movie. I can't right, right. talk, and it was just like terrifying to people. Yeah, yeah. And then he would whip out his giant phone. They would do one that was uh, pretty funny, where it was it would be like a wanted for robbery or wanted for murder posters would be like all over a bus stop, and then just like the guy in the photos is just waiting on the bus, and it was oh, just seeing if, seeing if anyone noticed because he's in like a striped shirt and like the raccoon mask. Like he's just standing there. That's so good. <laughs> do you remember this other show, Kenny versus Spinny? Yeah, I do. Oh, I remember yeah, they tried to make yeah. a UK version of it and got like Kenneth, remember, vers- like, Kenneth versus Spinny. Like, yeah, yes, <laughs> but there was there was like a casting call that went out. I remember like my agent sending it around to all of all of their acts and just like, hey, do you do you have a friend you'd want to apply for this with? And I'm like, no, no, I do not. But I, yeah, I do. I remember the show. A few years ago, I had a meeting with True TV, and uh, in the meeting, the woman was like. We really want to find like our Kenny versus Spinny, and I told her I was like, "Those guys are still alive. Just go get them. The, like, have them do it in America. Like, what are you doing? What the fuck are you? What you're? But was this before or after they got Impractical Jokers? Because that's now their biggest show by it, quite some way. It was impra- It was like Impractical Jokers was was huge, and they're like, "We want another Impractical Jokers, something like Kenny right. versus Spinny." And I was just like, "Do Kenny versus Spinny? Go get them." Those guys would probably do the show. Yeah, I remember the, one of the funniest Kenny versus Spennies of all time. It was uh, for people who don't know. It was two guys, and they would always see who could do something the longest. And um, and uh, one of them was always a real piece of shit. And it was very funny. And they had one episode where it was see who could go blindfolded the longest, and they blindfolded their masks, and um, like. Spinny immediately like they put the blindfolds on and they said go and Spinny like within one to two seconds took his blindfold off and Kenny went blind for like 11 days (laughs) 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 it's like one of the funniest things I'd ever seen (laughs) like that's just like that's what I'm so excited about Jackass I think Jackass is like the only Jackass Tom Green Kenny versus Spinny Trigger Happy TV those are the only good comedies in the world they're very, very funny. <laughs> They're so funny. It's just like comedy that's like not not mean to anybody but themselves. Uh, Brooks, before you go, where can people find you and all that stuff? I know. I don't know why I'm asking that. Like all the listeners know. 
Uh, yeah, no, um, I don't just yeah, I, I, you guys have all and Andy, I'm gonna have you on this week uh, to um, entry level my podcast I do where I talk awesome interview people about all Can't the jobs wait. they had. We've tried a million times and it's gonna finally happen this week. So uh, yeah, yeah, just check out check out entry level and um, keep listening to uh, to this. The other day I was bored. Honestly, I was driving back from Montana and I put on some old episodes of Probably Science and like. That was really fun, and I really had a, a, a ton of fun when we were making these in um, in uh, Mark Mar- uh No, not Mark Marin. Uh, fuck, what's his name? I, I know you don't want anybody to know, but I don't care. Uh, the guy who owns your old house. Um, yeah. Dan Dan Harmon. It's Dan Harmon's house now. Uh, okay, uh, you said it, not me. Yeah. yeah. I don't, what? What? Who, who, nobody. What, what, what does it matter? Uh, it was a lot of fun. That was a, <laughs> I, a bunch of fun. I. I've gotten my old mail from like him. Like they've sent me my old mail. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> just, he's not. A, I want to write a, back and be like, "Hey, man, can I give you a screenplay or something?" Like, what? Come on. I used to yeah, live if, there. If there's one guy who's not gonna uh, get mad at us, it's Dan Harmon. Like, he's pretty cool. I know. That's tr- <laughs> he's done Bridgetown multiple. Like when he wouldn't, the years he didn't do Bridgetown, he would be like, "Hey, did I do something to piss you off?" I was like, "No, I thought you didn't want to come every year." He's like, "No, I want to be there every year." That so guy like, rocks. Yeah, Shout out the- to uh, you know that a bunch of fun times I had there. Uh, I love you guys. Um, I'm gonna go see Jackass, and um, let's do this again in in ten years. Yeah, I, yeah, I absolutely. Yeah, the twenty year anniversary. Putting on my calendar now. All right. <sighs> All right, and and, awesome. and just good, so good work, just everybody. so everyone's familiar, us continuing this podcast is the same as eating a burger, a uh, Big Mac every day. That's what I'm equating it to. It is. <laughs> I don't know if it should happen, it's, but it's pretty exciting that it, that it is. It's not going to kill you. Also, yeah. do you guys know what that guy looks like? Does anybody know what he looks like? No, is he healthy? Hold on, looking. Hold on, all three of you. I'm asking a question real quick. Then I'm going to go. Uh, Matt, Andy, Jesse, do you know what the guy who eats a Big Mac every day looks like? No. I do not have a okay. clue. I want you I all currently to Google guy who eats a Big Mac every day. And I'm doing it. I Googled I, Big Mac every day, man. Yeah. And I just want <laughs> to hear it what he, it, it, he looks like what you think he'd look like, but in a shocking way. <laughs> I forgot I have seen this guy. It's like he's in a wow. It's like he's in a uh, the world's worst Oasis cover band. Dude, no, it just looks it like also, Ken it, Burns. It's just if Ken Burns <laughs> went off the rails. It looks like he's trying four different hairstyles at the same time, and I can't yeah, quite yeah. work out. I he's got like a bowl cut, but also a mullet. His name's also and like he's somehow got like mutton chops, but also, but also a beard. I like. I don't. He's trying. His name's like Storley Gorkin or something weird. It's very. Funny. <laughs> Dave Gorski. Don Gorski. It's oh, Don, yeah. it, it is definitely a made-up script type name. Like you can't call him Donald Gorski and have him eat Big Macs every day. Come yeah. on, yeah. His, full, can't be all those. Okay, full, so this is this is fucked up. Uh, his wife, yeah. Mary Gorski, same haircut. You gotta <laughs> you gotta look at. The, um, do, do you reckon he? Do you reckon he likes Big Macs? <laughs> yeah, pro- I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he's kind of into Big Macs. I think Will Forte should play him in the uh, biopic or biopic, depending on how. Wait, did you guys hear about the biopic about how like they're making the how um, uh, the fucking flaming hot Cheetos is kind of bullshit? Like they had to like rescind like how they talked about it. I don't know. Look it up. I gotta go see Jack. Wait, because it's not flaming hot. No. Okay. It's flaming hot, but it's like a little. They like kind of like they movied it up, you know, to make it sound a little better. 
Okay. I don't know. It's in, it's an interesting story. Um, it's definitely science based, and I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna go see what's going on with this couch that uh, is 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 broken. All right. Enjoy. Happy ten years, everybody. Thanks, listeners, for sticking with us. Yeah. And we thanks, will everybody. See you next. See you next week. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye.